How are you entrepreneurs? Today we have Quantel Langford. Um, he is a podcaster. He is a branding expert. If you're looking to build a brand, if you're looking to start a podcast, this episode is probably right for you. Please subscribe, please share, and of course, tell your friends. Welcome to the road to growth, success of an entrepreneur. We've raised the bar. Learn firsthand from successful business owners and create your own path to success. I'm going to show you how great I am. It's time to hit the road to growth with team lead of the Enriquez Group, Realtor Vinny. I, you had me on your podcast. I mean, it's, it's great with all these podcasts, it's kind of kind of flow with everyone. And I talked about on your podcast is the idea I would have never met you unless we were under this kind of quarantine and everyone was doing Zooms because we're we're both part of the Oceanside Chamber of Commerce, Oceanside, California. Um, but never go, each of us really don't go to the, the networking things or the meetings. So, <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so, so walk us through, so you're a, a, a brand, um, uh, you build brands, you have a podcast, you do some, some wrestling coaching. They all seem kind of go together. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I think it's one of those where, um, you know, it's just, I'm one of those people where I enjoy certain passions and, uh, I just found ways to, um, sort of bring them all together. I mean, things that work for me, I mean, and what may necessarily work for me may not work for everyone else, but uh, I'm just one of those where I'm very, uh, very passionate, very energetic. And I, I love, like I said, I love working with people. Uh, I love being able to connect with people in various aspects in a wide array, a wide array of, um, of a spectrum. So I can talk to a business owner or a CEO, or I can talk to uh, a Marine and and talk to them at their level and and um, figure out ways of uh, of connect of, of connecting. So so walk me through like so you're in Cleveland, uh, then you you moved out to to San Diego County Oceanside. I mean, what brought you out this way? Yeah, I, I think it's a, a pretty interesting journey. But um, yeah, my my wife, uh, I met my wife back in Tennessee. And she always, she actually always told me about Oceanside, and uh, it was one of those where, like, you know, I where I, where I am, Southeast Tennessee is real, real close, uh, close knit community, and uh, it's one of those where I, I really didn't feel like I was going to move anytime soon uh, at the time. And she, yeah, well, I, I think with our kids out of the house, uh, we actually got to a point to where you know she she wanted to leave, uh, I didn't want to go yet. But um, so I finally made the decision to sort of go ahead and, and, and uh, come on out here. Uh, she had actually gotten a job in the uh, healthcare industry and uh, got a job. I pretty much worked from home uh, from my home studio. And, yeah, we just we made the move. Um, so pretty, pretty scary at first, you know, just you know, getting out here. Culture shock. Um, it's just a, a different way of doing things out here. And uh, still, and even now, still still learning how to connect with people and and um and talk with people um you know where as far as the the area i was in i said i knew a, a lot of people um and i still work with a lot of clients um on the east coast but uh now it's it's almost like i'm sort of you know starting from square one again and learning how to you know reach out to um reach out to people reach out to to companies to brands and and um figuring out how i could provide value to them and, and even, you know, just creating uh, new relationships and friendships out here. 
So when did you know that you could actually build a business off of, of a brand? Because you, I know you're telling me, or I think I saw it in, in something you sent me, was the idea that you started drawing at the in second, third grade. You started uh, building it out. Yeah. 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 Um, I, yeah, probably one of my first drawings was like in kindergarten. So I think I've always been sort of artistic, but, um, I, my, my first real drawing was probably like second or third grade. And one of, uh, one of my, um, I always called him a mentor. My uncle passed away. Uh, but, uh, he was real artistic. Um, went, uh, had, Went through um, art in high school. Uh, really didn't pursue it after after high school. He actually went into the Marines, and uh, he he was. I always saw him as my first art teacher, and uh, it was is one of those where, you know, I I sort of figure out how to draw just by actually just tracing an image, and uh, I showed it to him, and he could tell I, I traced it, and I could actually do it now to where. You no, know, even with my grandkids, I've got four grandkids, and they'll someone may draw a picture. I can tell real, you know, just off the bat if they freehanded it or if they just traced it. But yeah, with him, I, I traced a picture and showed it to him like it was I did it, and he could tell off the bat that uh, I traced it, and he just told me to go back, go back and look at every line until I get it right, and that's that's what I did. I just looked at every line of that figure and just kept working on it until I got the whole figure. And uh, from there, it just it just sort of clicked. I just kept kept drawing, and um, you know, it, uh, definitely got better through the years. But um, yeah, I think I just one of those always been a, just a natural progression. Um, you know, just being able to use my creativity. Um, my mom, you know, she always you know made you know collages and all kinds of things with me. So I was always in that sort of creative mode, but. Uh, I really didn't figure out how to really make it sustainable uh, really until after I got out of college. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those where they, they teach you all the basics of with, with me graduated um, with a degree in graphic design, but they teach you all the basics. But, you know, if you're trying to run a business or you're trying to stake it out on your own, they don't show you how to do any of that. And, and that's something that's um, I, I really wish they would, um, push that now is being able to, uh, you know, really focus on the business side of the creative arts. Uh, I, I think if, if we had teachers like that, then I think I, I may have, you know, had a, a good platform to start on, but, you know, with entrepreneurship, you just, you hit the ground running and you, you know, you make mistakes and you, you figure out, know how to grow from there. I mean, you got to get burned a couple of times and you know, you got to get beat up and you just, you get up and you learn and you get stronger. And um, so I think that's what was definitely helped me out, especially uh, being a, uh, you know, being a collegiate athlete and it's helped me just, just that grit, perseverance, uh, you know, being adaptable, being resourceful. Um, all those played in a part uh, into you know, building a business and just learning how to um, keep growing um, as a uh, as a business person, and and at the same time too, still developing my my creative skills. So, and you you put a lot of a lot on that that nugget right there. We're going to try to do it a little bit. So, first off, how do you, how can you tell? I mean, uh, forgery, in essence, right? Of yeah. tracing to creative. Is there something to the design? Um, I, I, you know what? I, that's a good question. It, it's one of those where I, I think once you train your eye for it, it's just one of those where everybody, every artist or every creator I've, I've met, they they have that 
specific, they have a specific style. Um, it could be the, the way it could be almost, a, I'll say an example, even like the, the pressure as far as what they do with their line work or their, their art strokes or things like that. Everyone has a specific pattern and, and style to their, to their work. So, you know, like when you see a piece of artwork or a, or a drawing or illustration, like, you know, that's them. So uh, even with like comic book artists, I can look at a comic book artist and know that is that specific artist compared to someone else, uh, just the way their style is. Um, so it's just one of those where, yeah, you can, if, if someone came up to me and said, hey, look, I, I drew this, I can tell it's there, there's a fluidity to it. And whenever you're, you're tracing, you're, you're, you're focusing too much on making a copy instead of making it yours. And I think that's where you see the, you know, you can tell real quick if it's a, you know, someone's traced an image or something like that. They're focused on just copying that image instead of making it who they are. And I think when you do that, that's when you actually start, you know, creating your own style. Uh, definitely learn from the masters. I've always, you know, been influenced by all kinds of artists. Um, you know, personally for me, I am a uh, student of, uh, I've always loved the Renaissance uh, artists. I've always lo- loved uh, Michelin- uh, Michelangelo, uh, da-, da Vinci. Um, I sort of, you know, just reading uh, background history on both of those. I- I've loved their their mindset on things, but even the way they, they drew certain figures, uh, I've always been a big fan of even the, some of the modern uh, comic book artists now. Um, I think a-, a lot of that stuff sort of uh, reflects into um, even when I'm creating certain illustrations or anything like that. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's just one of those where you just, you figure out, uh, what makes you, you and, and go from there. Um, I think once you, you try to focus on copying someone, that's where you start seeing the, the forgeries. And so how do you start finding your style? I mean, like, is it cause we, there's one comic book is different for another comic book, one artist for different, another one. I mean, do you, it's just over time you kind of feel what you how does it work oh yeah 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 it's just over time you just you just figure out what your style is you figure out um you know what you know there and, and even through the course of your career you'll you'll figure out things that this that that stick and you'll you, there'll there'll be things so even with my work there's i can see a progression where you know there's certain just stylistic changes uh with the artwork but uh in totality, it's still sort of consistent. Um, there are certain ways uh, that, I, that I draw a lot of my fi- uh, my figures or, you know, I, I do my artwork, but it's still like just real uh, minute uh, changes through the course of uh, through, the, through the course of my years from what I've seen. Um, I think it's just that's where you just you just keep developing and uh, you keep um, sort of fine tuning and figuring out, OK, where can I you know draw something better uh, or be more efficient? with it uh, is, is really the key. So especially with deadlines, you know, um, if you're a, a digital artist, uh, you have to sort of consider deadlines. So there's there's certain things where you have to figure out how do you um, create that image or that figure in the time that, that you have. And so sometimes you, you know, you, you can't be too detailed. Sometimes you have to be uh, efficient with your line, your line work or be efficient with certain shapes and, and negative spaces, positive spaces, all that stuff plays, you know, plays a role, but uh, you just become more efficient uh, with, with certain things like that. But well, so, so one thing I'm kind of curious about, and this is something that I had to kind of learn in, in real estate, was the idea that 
just because I like the property doesn't mean like my client likes the property. All right. So same thing in design, just because you like the design doesn't mean they're going to like the design. So how do you, how do you dive deeper? How do you, to make sure that you're looking at the project through their eyes, not your eyes. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a great question. Uh, it's, I think earlier um, in my career, I would, um, you know, I would be going a different direction from the from the client. Um, and when they said, "Hey, this is not the direction we're we're looking for," um, you know, I I'd get frustrated with it. I, I'd be mad. I mean, I was like, I already put so much time into it. Uh, I, I think now uh, what I'm doing is figuring out. It, it's almost a uh, a mind game. And you not to say you what you want to do is figure out, OK, where's the happy medium at? OK, obviously, the client, they're looking for a certain vision. They, they're coming to you because they have that vision. They have that ideal. They just don't know how to uh, put it into something tangible. And that's where a lot of graphic designers come in and uh, they figure out how to uh, use that concept and mold it into something that is a um, a real creative solution for for what they're needing. So you you figure out that happy medium. Uh, you know, sometimes I can I, I think I've got it to where I can get input from certain people, and I'll use their ideals. And I think I'm now I'm more confident to where I'll I'll talk to them. I was like, hey, look, I love the ideal, but let's let's see where we can pivot or adjust just a little bit. Uh, to make it work for uh, for a specific industry or, or work for what we're trying to communicate with the audience. Um, so in that in that aspect, you no, know, you just figure out what what that happy medium is, and you know sometimes you know the the client's always right; they're paying they're paying you. Um, but I figure out ways to figure out okay how, and this is the way I, I sort of talk to a lot of clients: how can I be a, a, a partner? with you. Like I, I'm invested just as much with this project, you know, as just as much as you, you know, I'm wanting to see it come to fruition. I want to see the results from it. Um, I want to see, I want to see your, your brand and your business succeed because of a certain logo or, or some kind of a marketing material that I created that brought in certain, um, so I'm reading lines right now. And even though you're saying the client's always right, it sounds like they're not always right. They're just yeah. Like, a, yeah. a little off in, in trying to get the A to D, and you're that navigator. You're that guy to get them there. Yeah, yeah. So I'll figure out ways just to sort of nudge it a little bit, you know, that I, I love your concept, but let's figure out how can we corral it in and make it um, make it real, you know, make it feasible and um, make it something that makes sense uh, for, you know, for that specific client. And um, is, there, is there a time that you feel like that, you know you have rapport with that client where you can actually give them the honest feedback? Oh, honest yeah. Feedback. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, I, I think now with a lot of the clients that, I, that I've worked with uh, over the years, um, I, at first they would, they would send me a, a, uh, just some information and what, what they're looking for with the project, with the design. And, um, yeah, th- I, at first they would almost be the one sort of directing. Uh, now, they they pretty much give me the lead way on everything now. Um, if I'm working on a certain project, you know they they have a certain ideal, but they just I, I've you know done so much work for different people. They just say, hey, look, you've got the direction on it. So I've I've, I've come become more of a you know art director uh, with a lot of brands um, and a lot of you know just a lot of clients that I work with, and 
sort of creating the direction of, and feel of what what that brand needs to be. When do you think do you do you feel there's a moment when you can say like for people listening right now like it is is there one moment or a question or something you feel that you say I think I'm pretty in a good space where I can give I have that leeway now. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's. Uh. Yeah. Definitely. Um. Definitely. Right now. Um. I mean. Even. I mean. A good example is. I said. Uh. Over the past probably couple of months, I've worked with. Uh. Well, worked with a middle school and a high school, and uh, pretty much did a complete rebrand on both of them. And uh, so it's just one of those where, um, given that direction, you know, being able to do group call, uh video calls, um, and talk to them about, hey, what's you know, this is working, you know, uh, or if they give a certain input or certain things like that, I'm confident enough to, to say, no, we can't, we don't need to do that. Uh, that's horrible. <laughs> um, and then at the same time too, I can create a design and send it to them and they'll be like, Hey, no, we love the, we love the look. We like the direction Work? Can we change this up a little bit? I'm confident enough, enough now to be like, okay, yeah, I can, I can see what you were, what you were thinking about yeah. that. And like, I'm just trying to like, for, for people, people listening, because some of them are, might not be as, as secure. What do you think that that comes from? Is it from your own security and knowing what, how, what your values at? Is it asking questions into, into the client of where they're looking to get to? Because I mean, there's always, I know for, for real estate, there's always an idea of reframing. So when someone's saying they're, they're looking for this and you're finding a way to kind of reframe what they're, how they're looking at something. I mean, for someone listening, is there a, kind of a, a pill that they can kind of take or a mindset they can take of making it easier for them to, to know they're in that, that safe zone to give honest feedback. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. 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 It makes perfect sense. Um, biggest thing I've, I've taken and I believe Tony Robbins said it is if you want better answers, ask better questions. Okay. And so with, with the, uh, with certain projects I'll ask, I mean, I'll ask a bunch of questions and a lot of times they give me the answer that I'm looking for. Um, sometimes it may start off vague, but then when they start, you know, diving deep into it, they, they end up giving me the solution, the answer that, you know, they're needing. And then I just create a tangible product around it. That makes sense. Now you talked about basically having issues with, with clients and that kind of stuff. I'm getting payment or something like that. Is, is that one of the biggest hurdles you've kind of seen in the transition to building your business or? Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, I think just in the, the creative community, just in general, um, sometimes it can be hard. Uh, you know, there's times. I mean, it's, it's for the most part, it's been it's been pretty good. But you always get, and I think this is for anyone in the in the creative industry. Everyone's had that experience where you know you just get burned a couple of times. Um, so uh, so even now, you know, I always take um, deposits uh, on on any kind of projects, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's happened from time to time where, you know, sometimes people are just late um, getting certain things in. Sometimes they lose the invoices. Some, so it's just one of those where, you know, I have to have that happy medium and, you know, I have to be the, you know, be a businessman and a creative at the same time. And, you know, you know, being able to keep track of invoices, you know, figuring out what's what's late, um, you know, because I've got my own overhead and expenses, too, as well. So. Um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's one of those where, you know, you, you got to get burnt. I uh, just, in the creative industry and entrepreneurship, things are going to happen. Uh, but you, do, you know, you do your best to, you know, sort of work around that and, uh, do the best you can. But, you know, for any, anybody listening, 
hey, get your get your deposit up front, and you know, after that, you know, you complete the project, get get the balance afterward. Uh, it, that's helped me out considerably. Uh, I know just even starting out, you know, I'd be like, hey, you know, um, it almost be a mindset thing, you know. It's just like you know, you can pay me when the project's done, and you know, sometimes you just you get burnt, and um, that's that's happened. I know it's happened for a lot of people. Um, but now I'm, I'm pretty confident, you know, in myself and, uh, that's just happened, you know, that's just sort of evolved over the years just where, Hey, look, this is what the price is. This is my deposit. And if you don't like it, you can go to someone else. Um, you know, it's just one of those where I'm, I'm confident enough in my abilities now to feel like, you know, if you, if you can find someone else, then that's, that's perfectly fine. I'll be the first one to refer you. Uh, but if you want to work with me, if you want to create a relationship with me, then, um, then yeah, we can we can get started. Yeah, I mean, I think one of the most powerful things that I think for a lot of people is that when you when you get enough business where you can fire someone, when you yeah. can fire a client. Yeah, that's a powerful thing right there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's um. So when you get burnt in the past, or when you have got burnt, I mean, what would you do to get your your mindset back on track? Was there anything? Because that could be deflating, especially based off the project. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's times where, you know, I've had, uh, you know, all kinds of things, opportunities come up to where, you know, it might be a big client come in and, you know, we're talking about, you know, yearly retainers and, and all kinds of things like that. And, it, you know, it's one of those be like, OK, now we're I feel like we're, we're really going. And then, you know, something happens. And it's just one of those where I just um, I, I, for me personally, I. You know, I am uh, real big in the mental health. Uh, I am a uh, daily practitioner of meditation and um, I'm always working out. And I, I feel like those things sort of keep me at a, a even keel to where, you know, something may arise to where uh, it, it may stress me out. But I know how to throttle it back down and, and feel like, OK, you know, situation happened. Now, how do we respond to it? You know, instead of us. You know, just reacting to every negative situation. Um, how do we respond to it? And how do we respond better uh, when that situation comes back again? Because uh, it will. So, uh, yeah, I, I think it's just one of those where, um, yeah, it's just one of those where it it, it happens to, to everyone and you, you figure out, OK, where can I, you know, um, where is the silver lining in it? You know, obviously things happen, but um, it's a learning lesson. You know, you you learn it and you, you grow from it. Is now I could be totally jumping into the wrong wrong section right there. But based off what you're telling me, do you think there's a correlation to your wrestling uh, career and wrestling growing up, like being calm during a kind of tough moment? Because you got to be calm when you're. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, that's a great question. Yeah, uh, most definitely. Um, the, as I said, just it's it can be a mental to- toll on you. Uh, just being a um, you know, even in my case, you know, I'd wrestle Division One. Uh, went to national championships and stuff like that. And uh, even doing that and being a college uh, art student at the same time where the the normal hours was completely different from just a regular um, college student. Um, so it's just one of those where I had to figure out ways to balance all that. Uh, so, yeah, it's just one of those being in being in, in intense situations uh, in matches uh, and matches and learning how to keep your cool. Um, that that's helped me out um, just through the course of my life. Do you, um, so let's say someone's listening right now and they're, I mean, they're good artists. They're thinking about kind of making this a career. Mm-hmm. What kind of advice do you think you'd give them? I would, honestly, I would tell them to um, 
definitely get a start learning some kind of business, get into a, a, a business course, you know, figure out something that that is business or entrepreneurial uh, related and learn it yeah. uh, because sooner or later, especially if you go out as a freelancer, you're going to have to figure out ways how to negotiate your rates, you know, how to sell your services, how to market your services, how to build a brand, um, you know, just uh, how to speak to a, uh, you know, to a business or to a CEO or to an organization and feel like you're confident enough to give a certain price and understand and, and tell them why, why it's that price. Um, and so that's one. I think one of the toughest things for for people people like yourself. Uh, I mean, if you're selling a widget and there's yeah. multiple widgets, you kind of the market's going to tell you where everything sits. Yet yeah. if you're selling a service like like yours, there's not other branding people that are like yours. Not artists like yours. I mean, there might be similar, but they're different. So you got to find that value that coincides yeah. with you as a person. Was that yeah. difficult trying to fit that out? Figure that out. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely uh, it's, it, it can be difficult. You know, it's just one of those where uh, you know I've sort of figured out. You know, even now, and I'm still learning, is figuring out how uh, when I give a certain price, um, understand that you're you're paying for. Um, you know, this is an investment. You know, this is something to where this is hours upon hours of me learning my craft, and this is you know this is the price. And a lot of times, I give them a a discount. You know, there's times where I can you know if I really wanted to charge someone, I could charge someone just full price. And so I sort of understand who I'm dealing with. You know, honestly, if I'm dealing with a corporation, they're looking for a complete rebrand. The, the price is going to be higher than if I'm dealing with a, a team or organization or a school. Um, I just understand who, who my audience, you know, what who my audience are is. And, um, you know, I adjust it from there and, and understand, hey, this is, um, you know, this is going to be an investment. You know, what I create for you, you're probably going to get double in return. Um, once everything rolls out, uh, because you're building that brand loyalty, um, you, you know, you're, you're building trust. So whenever you get certain, uh, audience or, or customers or whatnot, and they latch on emotionally to that specific brand, um, and a brand that I help create the, the ROI on that is you can't even put a price on it over the course of a lifetime of a, of a specific customer or audience, you know, what I charge may is probably 10% of what you'll end up making in the life you're, you know, in, in someone's lifetime, um, as far as the, the life cycle of a, a specific customer or client. So I, I can see you've used that pitch a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> and that, and that's, and that's how I've, uh, you know, it's just like little mind things. That's how I've sort of, um, you know, not really trick people, but I, I've got it to where, okay, I'm here. I'm, I'm, I want to make an investment with, with you. I want to build a partnership. Like I'm not just here, you know, just to be a graphic designer and then you never see me again. I want to see, okay, how is the logo? How's the brand working? You know, what things, um, how's the, the, um, the marketing material? Um, how is the social media assets? How are they branded? You know, how is everything being communicated? And figuring out, okay, where can we adjust from there? You know, what things, um, if a certain audience isn't responding um, to a certain design, you know, why is that? Uh, so, you know, it's one of those where I'm, I, you know, I love, you know, creating a, a vision for a brand. I love brand culture. I love, uh, you know, developing, developing a brand. And, um, 
I feel like I'm fully invested into it. And if I get fully invested into it, you know, I'm I'm with you for life. I'm very I'm one of those where I'm a loyal person. And if I get connected with you and we resonate, I will be with you until the end. And um, I think it's just one of those where uh, uh, I think a lot of people are just, you know, they're, they're looking to try to get a project or get a gig or something like that instead of figuring out. How can you build a, a, a real tight knit relationship with a with a company, with the organization? Um, so whenever, um, you know, you they're, they're looking to, to uh, say they come to me with a project, you know, sometimes price isn't even in it, even an issue. You know, there's been um, certain schools or organizations that I've worked with where they don't even ask for a price anymore. I just say, hey, look, this is my invoice. This is what's going to be uh, because we've developed. Um, such a good relationship. Now, a lot of times, you know, um, in the beginning, you know, you'll have a lot of people ask, okay, well, what's the price? Um, and, I'll, you know, I sort of just through experience, I've always sort of figured out um, that's almost a first strike for me uh, because you're right now you're thinking about the price. You're not thinking about what it can do for you, for your, for your business, um, you know, creating a, a, a very powerful brand, a dynamic brand identity for your business could probably bring you in hundreds of thousands of dollars. Um, so think about the value. Don't think about, okay, how much is this going to cost me? Now we're, we're on the wrong, we're in the wrong, uh, wrong mindset there. And um, that's, so those, those are things like I'm, I'm learning and I'm learning how to sell that. And um, that's something to what I would want people in the creative community, uh, people coming out of college or, you know, fresh out and they're looking for that first client, you know, it's really a mindset thing. You'll figure out how to um, uh, become a partner in somebody's brand or someone's business and learn how to invest uh, just as much of your time and and feel like you want to see it. You don't want to just create a, a design and OK, that's it for me. I like to get my check. You want to figure out what are what are the results from it? You know, is it really working? And that's that's what design is. I mean, I think that's great. I think it's well put. What um, if someone's listening right now and they're they're curious about building their brand up and looking at the future opportunity of what their brand can offer? What's the best way of them uh, reaching out to you? Yeah, you can you can reach out. I got various channels, but you can reach out to me at Quantel Langford, uh, Q U A N T A L. L-A-N-G-F-O-R-D uh, on Instagram, or you can go to my Facebook or Instagram. Uh, you, Facebook, you can go uh, look for Langford Design. Uh, that's uh, L-A-N-G-F-O-R-D-E-S-I-G-N. It's actually all combined. Uh, on Instagram, you can go to the Langford Studio, and um, I'm uh, you know building that up with, with content. So uh, yeah, those are just... Um, some various various places. Obviously, with the with the podcast that I do, you can go to to uh, the Creative Brew TV, and I'm always posting out creative tips. Um, you know, bringing on people like you, and you know, sharing the uh, creative journey, and um, you know, promoting you know promoting the podcast, promoting the other's podcast, and uh, so that's the name of the game. You know, that's how you build relationships, and um, you know, you grow as a not only as a creative, you grow as an entrepreneur, as a business person, as someone that's creating value for, for other people, not just, hey, I can design. There's there's I can look on Instagram right now and there's probably 100 designers that's way better than me. Um, what I want to do is figure out how to uh, I'm a good connector. Uh, I love to communicate ideals 
and how could I um, be a partner in whatever brand, whatever initiative, whatever idea that you have uh, that you're trying to build? Um, I want to be a partner for it. You know, I want to figure out how can I invest my whatever energy, uh, whatever capacity. How can I invest my my skills and and giving you that value to in order to grow your brand? Yeah, I mean, I, I just I think the idea. I think the two two biggest takeaways I took away is, is the class and the questions. I think if you have if you what did you say if you like Tony Robbins, it's a you want great answers, ask to ask great great questions. Yeah, yep, ask better questions. That, I mean that I think that right there, and then the idea is is the future value of your brand. You know, it can only be five percent now, but it's going to gain you another ninety five percent later on. Yeah. So more of that opportunity cost of not paying uh, for your services. So I think those are two two great avenues for anyone listening right now to take away, and maybe in their own business is asking the right questions. I mean, someone someone told me the idea on the first call if it's a uh, uh, a cold call, you know, mm-hmm. 70, 30, where it's 70% the talker and 30% the actual person you're calling. But on yeah. every call after that, it should be flip-flop. Yeah. So they should be saying 70%. You should be only saying 30%. And yeah. if it's not that case, then you need to keep your mouth shut a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So that, yeah, definitely early on, uh, you know, I wouldn't ask a lot of questions. I would just take whatever someone was giving me and then create a design. Yeah, it, it worked. But now I feel like I'm creating uh, better work whenever I deal with a client uh, initially and I ask them certain questions like, what are you like? What are you trying to represent? What is your vision? You know, what do you um, how do you see your logo? You know, there's a lot of people. And I this is what happened is um, I get a lot of clients from people that have previously went to another designer and just communication reasons or they just, you know, um, or they just didn't have the correct files, I'll end up um, having to redesign or recreate a, a brand for someone else, you know, for someone else. So, um, you know, I, I'll have people, you know, they'll initially go to some designer, they create a logo, something happens, they're not liking it, or they don't, you know, they're not be able to, the, the graphic designer may not communicate with them well. And, they end up uh, they end up finding me, and then after that, I have to you know charge you more because now I'm I'm pretty much you know instead of coming to me the first time, now you're having to come back to me, and then you get charged more. Um, so you know it's just one of those where um, you know I, I'm definitely finding out um, you know I'm trying to figure out a better way to connect with the right people that that's going to resonate um, that I feel connects um, with what I'm trying to do with my brand, and uh, I feel like would be a good fit. Uh, definitely, um, definitely not just going after everyone. Um, I am definitely targeting people that we're targeting businesses and brands that I feel like, Hey, I think we could be a a good fit for each other. And, um, that's, that's what I'm shooting for right now. Well, thank you again for being on the the road to growth podcast. I I appreciate all your insight. Hopefully people listening, got some, some good information. Uh, any last words out there? Uh, yeah. Um, also too, I've built a a little membership community. Um, if you're interested, um, and even with the, with the podcast, if you want to become an investor in the podcast and, uh, I'll be giving out weekly shout outs. I'll be, uh, putting up all kinds of, uh, content, past episodes, uh, bonus content. So bonus little, uh, videos that I may not necessarily put out on, um, on social media. They'll be in this membership community. Um, so you can go to Patreon, 
dot com. It's P A T R E O N dot com uh, forward slash Quantel Langford. And you know, if you want to help invest into the Cradle Brew, uh, the podcast, then you know it's you can do that. And um, I'm putting up a lot of content up right now, so um, it'll be that plus some other other little goodies in there. But yeah. Um, that's that's my shout out uh, for everyone that's that's building their brand or building their 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 business. Um, you know, keep going, figure out ways to adjust, figure out ways to um, not just react to everything. Try to figure out ways to respond. Um, I think right now you could be developing new services, and new products in, in times like this. Um, instead of contracting, figure out ways to expand, figure out ways to, you know, if you know, you figure out ways to help others. And I, I think when you do that. Um, when you come out of this, you'll you'll find I think you'll you'll create more relationships. You'll create better partnerships from times and, and times like this. Well, thank you again. Thanks for being on the podcast. And I appreciate us having this kind of this conversation right here. And again, hopefully you listeners got some some great tidbits. Follow this podcast. Again, we were just recently had a, a one up there, but I know he has about like another 50 or so that. I've done really well. So, so yeah, so take a listen. Again, uh, please subscribe, please share, and tell your friends. Thank you for listening to The Road to Growth, Success of an Entrepreneur. Please like, subscribe, and stay connected. Visit www.TheEnriquezGroup.com. Yeah, I created a website. Hope to see you again next week. The Enriquez Group, signing off.